Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Before we start with this week's episode, I want to give you a gift. Imagine having access to an entire roadmap to make your next big boss move in six months or less. Plus, having instant access to all of my courses, tools, and resources that are designed to help ambitious black woman managers like you break free from self-doubt, elevate your executive presence, and become fiercely confident leaders plus a community to ask questions 24-7 so you're never left to figure out what your next step in your career advancement should be all on your own. If this sounds like what you need, I want to invite you to Be The Boss Club, my brand new membership for black corporate women managers who are ready to break free from self-doubt and become fiercely confident leaders. Yes. As a thank you gift for being a loyal listener to this podcast, once you join Send me the word podcast in the club community and I'll send you an exclusive promotion planning strategy gift. All of this for under $200. How insane is this? This is a no-brainer decision to make if you are serious about leveling up your career advancement and accelerating your path to the leadership seat that awaits for you. In Be The Boss Club, you'll have all the tools, accountability, and support to level up your meeting and boardroom confidence, hashtag goodbye imposter syndrome, elevate your executive presence and be seen as the leader you deserve to be and finally develop your skill set to lead a high performance team. We have streamlined everything in the club and simplified it so that you know exactly what you need to focus on every single week with weekly actions through our 100-day boss method roadmap that will be delivered right to your inbox every week. The Be The Boss new 12-part course with the best tips to get seen as the leader you deserve to be and our Monday Mindset Elevate private podcast with weekly trainings to boost your confidence. Think of it as the mental mastery gym that you never knew you needed. And an amazing online community of other boss women who are taking massive action towards measurable impact and results in their leadership journey. And if everything I have just shared does not make you want to run into Be The Boss Club right away, the following bonuses are going to make this a no-brainer decision. The first one is pay the difference. So everything that you pay towards your club membership can be used as a credit in upgrading towards any of our other higher level coaching programs. Essentially, you're getting access to Be The Boss Club 
absolutely for free. This is a zero risk, no brainer decision that I am so excited to offer because I believe so much in this club. The second amazing bonus you'll get is my 500K Nail Your Negotiation Like a Boss Toolkit. This toolkit is valued at $1,111 and is everything you need to negotiate your next pay raise or new job offer like a boss. What are you waiting for? Run and don't walk because the membership is open for a limited time. Once doors close, we will not be reopening them anytime soon and we only have limited spots available. So if you're ready, click the link in the show notes or send me a DM on LinkedIn or Instagram with the word boss. I cannot wait to see you on the inside of the club. But for now, let's get back into the show. Hello, my dear friend, and welcome back to episode 114 of the Elevate Her podcast. Now, this episode was way too good not to share with you. I actually just delivered it on my LinkedIn live and yeah, I just poured out and shared it as is. And the topic of the day was how to skyrocket your self-confidence in meetings, but the show just went in a different direction, still talking about confidence, but really in terms of the biggest misconceptions I see people teaching when it comes to confidence, mistakes I see or limiting beliefs that continue to hold us back, especially as black women in the boardroom or where we find ourselves in meetings where we are the only ones who look like us. And I think this is going to resonate with you so much, especially when you find yourself sitting in meetings and more often than not, maybe you're not the most experienced, maybe you are not the most qualified and then you end up playing small and you don't play in your bigness, you don't play in your personal power. And when you don't play in your personal power, your self-confidence is not going to shine through in the way that it can. And I really want to help you bring out that self-confidence because it's there. It's on the inside. It's there. And I shared an example in this LinkedIn live about five-year-old children and how they are able to say things that they want to do. And they say it with so much confidence and they don't believe that there's anything they can't do. And that is me and you a few years ago. It's just that society, the environment, limiting beliefs that were projected on us or that we started to believe more and more when we experience failures take root. And what happens? We end up playing small. We end up giving our personal power to others. And this is going to be one of the most action-kicking, inspiring episodes. If this doesn't get you to get up on your feet tomorrow and go into that meeting with the boss diva energy that I want you to go to, then I don't know what will, but I know it will. All right. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. I would highly recommend you have a notebook or use your phone app. Use the notes app on your phone to take notes because these three strategies are strategies that you're going to want to repeat over and over again. All right, my dear friend, it's showtime. These are the only three things that you need to know if you want to get into that work meeting tomorrow 
and have sky-high confidence in yourself, in what you're about to say, in the convictions that you're about to share. And the funny thing is that nobody is talking about these three things. When I look at coaches' advice on LinkedIn about how to become more confident, you should be sure of yourself. Confidence is the absence of self-doubt. You should be fully prepared. Those are nice things to do, but those are short-term solutions. And what happens when you get into a meeting that has been called impromptu where you didn't have time to prepare and you are expected to give some input into the meeting, your confidence immediately tanks because you didn't have the time to prepare. And so these three strategies are really going to change the game for you for good. And by the way, before we even continue, let us remember why it is important that you are developing yourself, your self-confidence every single day and that you're not waiting until you're fully prepared. You're not waiting until you've spent 200000 on that fancy MBA. You're not waiting until you know more. Because you know what? The more you wait, the more you miss out on opportunities to build and develop and elevate your self-confidence. And the more opportunities you miss out, that is actually called confidence tax. You are losing out on money, dollars. Every single day that you wait and procrastinate and wait for the perfect moment when you know it all, when you're fully prepared before you can speak your mind and share your convictions and opinions, you are paying confidence tax. And I want you to stop paying those taxes because you don't need to be paying more taxes than the taxes you pay to your tax man. Okay. So the biggest mistake I see women make when it comes to self-confidence and their thoughts around self-confidence is that their self-confidence is very conditional. It is very circumstantial and it happens only when they're succeeding, only when they're getting great compliments only when they are going to meetings where they know what they're about to talk about, they know the drill, it's something that they've done before, only when they're in their comfort zone, even only when they seem to be the best person in the room, the most qualified, the most experienced person, then their confidence shines. When no one is there to challenge or criticize them, oh, they show up with so much confidence. And then the minute something just, the curveball is just thrown at them, by someone, by something, maybe a meeting has been moved forward, or maybe they now have to step into their team leader's role and represent their team leader at a very important strategic meeting that they didn't prepare for. What happens? Their confidence flies out the window. I want you to know that if you want to know if your self-confidence is for real or if it's short-term, Check out whether you are displaying that self-confidence circumstantially only when you're in your comfort zone or whether you are showing up in your fully confidence, fierce confidence self, irrespective of the situation. And when I say showing up in your full confidence self, I am not saying be arrogant. I am not saying be someone you're not. I am not saying trample on, on other people's feet. That's actually the opposite of confidence. I am saying who do you believe yourself to be in those moments, even when you're not sure what the answer to that question is, when you're not sure how to respond to the open criticism that your colleague or even a senior leader in the meeting has given you? Who are you being in those moments? 
another lens to look at self-confidence. And something else I see trip a lot of women is they have not worked on their belief system. So they think that just repeating affirmations every now and then or before a meeting is going to help them. And affirmations are great. I have nothing against them. But again, that is a short-term solution. You're just putting Band-Aid on a problem that cannot be solved by simply repeating affirmations. And here are some of the narratives that I see and I have to work on very closely with my clients, myself included. These are some of the narratives I used to tell myself over and over again until they took root and they just drove my habitual behavior, which by the way, is 95% of everything you do is habitual. Okay. People are born with confidence. How many times drop me a yes or drop me some hearts if you have told yourself this narrative in the last month, in the last four weeks, or even in the last week, if this thought has come to your mind, oh, that's why he speaks out loud like that. That's why he's so open to share his opinion. He was born like that. Oh, she has an MBA. That's why she is so sure of what she is saying. Oh, he's the CEO's favorite person. He can never, ever be wrong in the CEO's eyes. And that's why he is so super confident about what he says and how he conducts himself in senior leadership. They don't take me seriously anyway, so why should I speak up? All these are narratives that are literally driving whether you're showing up in your fully confident self or not, believe it or not. And that is why saying affirmations is just putting Band-Aid on a problem that cannot be solved like that. We have got to go to the root of those beliefs. Why do you believe them? Are they true? Disprove them. And the only way for a new reprogrammed belief system that is going to serve you and the vision of where you are going, the only way for a new belief system to take root is by doing a heck load of repetition. And that's why, by the way, working with me in any of my coaching programs does not happen in any container less than six months because this work. This is a lot of work. This is a lot of consistent work. It takes a lot of persistence to do this work. Because even when you're doing this work, these thoughts, you're not going to be able to stop these thoughts from coming up. But it's how you respond to them. And that really is what true confidence is about. Because your level of self-belief or self-doubt should not dictate whether you get to show up confidently or not. In fact, self-doubt has been proven to be one of the sort of symptoms of high-performing women like me and you. So if you're experiencing self-doubt, by the way, that's a good sign. But the fact that you're experiencing self-doubt does not mean that you don't get to show up in your fully confident self. Does not mean that you don't get to show up in a way that people trust your judgment, trust your opinion, trust what you're sharing, your convictions, and give you the, the respect to be able to share them and influence and shape decisions and agendas in your, com in your company or your team. Do not fall into that trap where you're waiting to finally wake up, never second guess yourself, and then you'll know that, yep, I've got it. I've got it. I am now the confident woman. I am now ready to take on the world. That day, my dear friend, might never come. But here's what I know. The woman who is in that director executive seat, even the man, I am going to be bold and 
talk about the man, the person who is in that director seat, don't you think they have self-doubt? Don't you think they second guess themselves? But here is the difference. They take action irrespective. And I know I'm going ahead of myself, but I share this because this is one of the limiting beliefs that we have, the limitations that we put on ourselves are necessary as it relates to self-confidence. So do not wait to finally wake up and have this renewed, transformed belief system. Work on that belief system as you take action, being that fully confident version of yourself now. And by the way, if you're struggling with low self-confidence, I really want you to take some time to introspect and ask yourself, where am I not trusting myself? And it could be that you're not trusting yourself in other areas of your life, but they're affecting your self-confidence at work. Are you fully trusting yourself in your money matters? Are you fully trusting yourself in your relationships at home? And are you loving yourself in the process? Self-love and self-trust are the two measuring sticks that you can use to assess whether your confidence levels are going up or going sideways or going down. The more you love yourself, the more you trust yourself, the more you take a bet on yourself, irrespective of whether you know so much more than anyone else in the room or not, the more that confidence takes root. And I'm, I'm not talking about blind confidence. You've got to do the work, right? You've got to be competent as well. But do not wait until you know it all, until you have the NBA. Because even when you have it, you realize how much more you don't know. So I am going to share my three step framework to help you develop sustainable, lasting self-confidence. The first thing is I want you to take back your power. Where have you given your power to other people? Where have you given your power to other circumstances? I want, and this is, this is not an easy exercise. And this is an exercise we do in my coaching programs because of how powerful it is. Where have you given power to others? Where are you apologizing? Where are you not accepting compliments? Where have you given power to a failure that you experienced and you're still using that experience to dictate how you show up today? Do this exercise. It might require some few pages of journaling. And then I want you to literally tear those papers up or burn them. This is a sign of intention. The act of tearing them up or burning the papers is a sign of intention that you are no longer ready. You are no longer being that woman. You are no longer being the kind of woman who apologizes unnecessarily, who gives her power to circumstances that don't dictate where she's going. You are no longer open to those kind of experiences because they are not serving you as it relates to your confidence. And if you're not confident, people are not going to give you their vote of confidence that you're ready for the leadership. And if you're not confident, you're going to struggle to be decisive. You're going to struggle to yield a wield influence and be a critical team member in making key strategic decisions and being part of strategic initiatives. Do you see how this all trickles down? So that's the first thing I want you to do. Do an audit of where you have given your personal power away and start to take it back. Number two is I want you to work on who you are being in every single moment of the day. And in my club, Be The Boss Club, 
we have an entire module that is just focused on helping you become the version of you who is in that executive leadership seat. Because the version of you who is in that executive leadership seat, she does not stop when people criticize her openly. She does not compare herself with others and use that as a measure of self-validation as to whether she's going to show up confidently in meetings or not. Becoming is so much more important than the doing. And notice that the first two things I have shared have all got to do with becoming. Because I have learned from the 25 and counting women that I have coached over the last two years, that becoming dictates how we do things, dictates how we take act, um, massive action or not, or inaction. So number three is I want you to take massive action. That is why I have left that to the end. Massive action is going to create momentum for measurable results and impact in your career. No one else is responsible for the results in your career except you. Why? Because only your actions can give you the results that you get to have in your career or not in any other area of your life. So I want you to remember these three strategies because once you nail these three things, your confidence is never going to be momentary. Your confidence is never going to be circumstantial. Your confidence is never, ever going to be, again, based on who's in the meeting or who's not, or whether you're the most knowledgeable person in the room or not. Your confidence is going to be unwavering and your confidence is going to be fierce and it will shine through and people will know and experience it and they will tell you there's something different about you. So the first thing is I want you to take back your power. Do an audit of where you have given your power away. Number two, become that version of yourself who is in that executive leadership seat now. And number three, take massive action every single day. Do not wait for the big meeting to show up in your fully confident self. Show up as her in the small meetings where maybe no, you're more, the most senior person in the room, where maybe it's a meeting with your colleagues. I don't care. This is where you do the practice. And this is where you become that fiercely confident leader. Now, I know based on my experience of the women I have worked with and my experience as well, that doing these three things is so difficult when you try to do it on your own. And the women who truly win are the ones who know that they can get so much further ahead when they get support externally, when they lean into mentorship, when they lean into a community of other women who are doing this work. Drop me some likes if this is resonating with you, because trust me, tomorrow when you go into that meeting, you are not going to want to feel like showing up in your fully confident self. You are not going to want to feel like sharing your opinions because those limiting beliefs are going to pop up and you're going to need more than just willpower to keep doing this work repetitiously until you become that version of yourself that we talked about. So I want to invite you in to Be The Boss Club because that is what we do all day long. The focus in Be The Boss Club is in helping you become that confident leader now. And become is where we start. And then we go into the strategy and what that means on a day-to-day -day basis. And we do that in a community because when you are seeing other women do the work and experience and share the wins, you are not going to want to take a back seat. You are going to want to be part of 
the movement. You're going to want to be part of the action takers. And everyone in Be The Boss Club are massive action takers. In fact, that's the motto of the club. Massive action creates momentum for measurable results. So if you are ready to elevate your confidence, if you are ready to elevate into becoming a fully, fiercely confident leader that I know you deserve to be, that I know you can be. And remember, like I said, confidence does not just come from born talent. You can develop it. We are all confident in our own way. Look at how you used to behave when you were five years old. Look at a five-year-old child. There is nothing that they don't believe they can do. But what happens over time these limiting beliefs take root. They are projected on us. We get into the workplace. We realize, oh, we're actually not the best after all. And then they dictate how we show up and we play smaller and smaller and smaller. And I want to help you to step into your bigness, to take back your personal power. So send me the word boss because we are about to close the doors to the membership until March of 2024. And I don't want you to lose out on this opportunity. And there is a special bonus only for the people who send me the word boss. There is a special bonus that I will be sharing with you. So you do not want to miss out on this one. Trust me. When I share it with you, you're going to be like, wow, this is a no brainer decision. Why wasn't I in Be The Boss Club before? So send me the word boss. I cannot wait to see you in the club and to help you become that fiercely confident leader that I know you can be and start to attract that executive leadership seat. Because trust me, once you become that version of yourself who is fiercely confident, you're going to accelerate your rate to that promotion so much faster than you even imagined you could. All right. I will see you in the club. Remember, send me the word boss. I cannot wait to see you on the inside and to start to celebrate the wins that happen when you take massive action and you become that fiercely confident leader who has the executive presence, the influence, who is decisive about themselves, who is fully convicted and knows that she deserves that seat and she belongs in that seat at the table. All right. See you next week, ladies. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.